Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. Hello, you lovely hotties. Thanks for tuning in. So today, again, as always, I'm really excited. We've got the fantastic Chris Ducker. Before we dive in and before he reveals his one hot thing, I just want to say thank you for listening. Please do subscribe. And if you've been listening and enjoying, I would so, so appreciate it if you left a review on iTunes. Also, recently I hopped onto my Instagram stories and did a whole story taking you through the process I go through working on one of my clients' videos. That client is Andrew and Pete. And so basically I help them with their weekly YouTube video, publishing it to YouTube, promoting it, repurposing it. So I'd had quite a few people saying, so exactly how does that work? How, how do you work with your clients? So I thought I would actually demonstrate, actually show you. So you can find that on the highlights of my Instagram stories, literally just takes you through what I do step by step. I've had some great feedback about it. And if anybody would like to see how I work with other clients, so for example, on a podcast or working on, on blogs, then I'd be happy to share that process too. So do check that out and do connect with me on Instagram as well. I'm absolutely loving Instagram at the moment. I just love Instagram stories and I'm sharing loads from work and personal life. So uh, do find me on there if we're not connected already. So I think that pretty much sums it up for today. But please really enjoy this episode with Chris. There's some great tips in here and I'll catch up with you soon. Hello, Chris Ducker. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very excited about this one. So would you like to start by revealing your one hot thing? I believe we're going to dive into some productivity hacks today. Yeah, my look, my one hot thing when it comes to content is the power of repurposing that. Mm. Um, doing yourself, using a team, being efficient, not spinning your wheels just for the sheer fun and games of it, uh, but mostly creating content that you know for a fact is exactly what people want from you. Because that's the big kind of one billion gazillion dollar question right there is what people want and how can you give it to them? And that's kind of, uh, that's what I'm all about day to day. That's what I do. Fantastic. I think that you've just hit on a really good point there because we've just released a podcast interview at the time of when this comes out, it would have been the one previous, which is all about working out what your audience, what they want to hear rather than creating content about what you want to create content about. And I guess that's the first sort of step in towards efficiency, isn't it? And being productive by actually creating the right stuff in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, look, when you, when you start out, regardless of what niche or, or industry you're in, you know, you, you start by creating content that you think, and that's the key word there, mm. that you think people are going to be interested in hearing or seeing or reading from you. Right. Mm. But as time goes by, that community grows. The barriers, hopefully, if you're doing a good job, uh, you know, and are consistent, the barriers will drop down eventually and people will actually start opening up to you in regards to what they really need help with, Mm. where their pain points are, what their struggles are. And once you get that information, you can then obviously completely ignore them and continue on your own path and obviously fail at some point, Mm. or you can open up your earlobes a little bit. Um, and you can genuinely start serving up what you know for a fact they need and they want 
to see, hear, and read from you. And that's where, you know, that's the difference. That's the only difference between people that get engaged with content marketing and are successful with it Mm. and those that don't Mm. and are not. And it's really that simple. Exactly. So it's about just keeping your ears open, isn't it? And just listening to what, you know, Oh, yeah. People. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, nine times out of 10, if you do that properly and you do it consistent, consistently, your community, your subscribers, your readers, your audience, whatever you want to call it, they will be the ones that ultimately dictate what your business becomes mm. in the future. Uh, the products, the services, the experiences that you actually put together for them will come from them. Uh, and that for me is the, you know, that's the, the very, uh, you know, that, that's the very poster child of a successful youpreneurial business. Mm. Uh, you know, the term that, that I created is a youpreneur, somebody who builds a business based around their personality and, and their expertise and the people that they serve. And so open up your ears, open up your eyes, do it consistently enough, give people what they want, and you will become very successful. It's not rocket science. Mm. People are just lazy. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do the work nowadays. That's the problem. Mm. So do you think it's a case of obviously you will sometimes get people contacting you directly? You might have a Facebook group. Is it just really a case of you know listening to those inquiries that come through, but also keeping your ear to the ground with any of your clients that you talk to and, and just with in general with what people are sort of talking about on social media? Yeah, all of the above. Yeah. I mean, obviously, whether you're doing that yourself or a member of your team is doing that for you, then you know that's a, a different ball game. So I have obviously I have several people that work for me. Um, I mean over four hundred around the world. But I mean in terms of yeah. what we do in terms of the Upener and the Chris Ducker brands, mm-hmm. you know there is a, a smaller team of about eight to ten people that work on it full time. There are a couple of virtual assistants that all they do for me is you know you know look at what people are talking about online in regards to our industries and their niches what are the things that they're sharing how are they sharing it where are they sharing it what have they commented on what podcast episodes hit the nail perfectly on the head and got downloaded and shared three or four more times compared to other episodes the numbers never lie even more so now today than ever before and so you know when i have one virtual assistant for example that does nothing for me other than to manage and to watch over the analytics and the numbers attached to my social media accounts. Mm. If I don't pay attention to her when she reports back to me at the end of every month in terms of what people are saying, then more fool me. Mm. I'm wasting my money and investing in her on a monthly basis. And obviously, I'm missing out on a golden opportunity to be able to provide the content that our customers are quite frankly, clamoring for a lot of the time. Mm, absolutely. So once you've got to the point where you you understand the kind of content that you need to create and what your audience wants from you, obviously you create a prolific amount of content, you, you know, across your, um, your businesses. But obviously you've got to the point where you can outsource, um, you know, you know, quite a bit, but what would your advice be for people either just starting out in the first perhaps couple of years of the business where really it's, it's just them and they're managing client work and creating content to be able to create it on a consistent basis. What would you, what would be your best sort of tips and, and advice? For them? Well, my, my number one tip is to obviously just do what you can and not mm. overstretch yourself because burnout in that situation is inevitable. It's not a matter of mm. if, it's just when. So mm. understand that, you know, you can't please all the people all the time and you can't do all the work on all the platforms all the time either. So if mm. you're more of a talker than a typer, start a podcast. 
Mm. Uh, to serve your audience. If you are, if you don't have any problems at all being in front of ca- of a camera, maybe do a weekly YouTube show uh, and and potentially maybe get that uh, you know r- transcribed by you know a freelancer or or maybe a virtual assistant that you can hire just to do a very small amount of work as and when you do it. But bottom line is, don't spin your wheels doing trying to do all the things everywhere it's not possible um, and that's one of the reasons why people do delegate and they do grow their teams is so that they can have that further reach but if it's just you and you're managing your client work as well as obviously the marketing and everything else that you're doing just do one thing really 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 well mm-hmm. better than all the other people that are in a similar situation to you just do that mm-hmm. one thing ex- like ex- strenuously well better than anyone else so that ultimately you stand out and that's the way to become unique absolutely and i guess that's where um, repurposing might come in you did mention repurposing early on as a as a way to be as productive as as possible with uh, with your content and your time hmm. so again yeah what would be your your sort of repurposing tips because i guess if you're going to spend the time putting together a piece of content you may as well get as much mileage out of it as possible absolutely and if that's the case then that the medium of choice when creating that content initially should nine times out of 10 be video, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you could just do, for example, a 15-minute video with your top 10 tips on XYZ, regardless of whatever it is that you're recording. That's your industry. Here's my top 10 tips on becoming the best professional dog walker in New York City, for example, mm-hmm. right? So there's 10 top tips out of 15 minutes in a video can then go, obviously, on YouTube immediately right? From mm. there, you can rip the audio out and turn that into a podcast, which then goes up on iTunes and Spotify and iHeart and everywhere else. Now, you've got a secondary audience because not everybody that's going to view a video on YouTube is going to download a podcast episode and listen to it and vice versa. But from the podcast, mm. you can then go ahead and get that transcribed into a blog post. Maybe you want to take those top 10 tips and turn them into an opt-in magnet or an ebook of some variety to help grow your email list. Maybe you can take two or three of the top tips that you've got, break them down into video mode into shorter one or two minute videos and share them on social media. So now all of a sudden, you've got one piece of content that has been able to give you legs across a number of different platforms without having to reinvent the wheel over and over and over again. And that's the power of repurposing right there. Mm. I love the idea of starting with video and the way, yeah, when you think about it, it does make so much more sense to do it in that order. Absolutely. And if you're not happy going on video, that doesn't mean that you can't create a video with a slide deck and talk over it and have that as a format as well. You know, some people don't want to be in front of the camera and that's fine, but that doesn't mean that you can't get involved with video. You just got to get creative with it. Mm, absolutely and what would you say to somebody because um you know a few people have sort of said to me that they feel when it comes to repurposing because again it's something that i'm really i'm always pushing it because i just think everyone is just too busy and we're all trying to do too much but people sort of say well i'm worried about sharing something too much i'm worrying about you know repurposing and promoting a particular podcast episode or a particular blog too much and annoying people do you think that's possible no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sim- simple answer to a simple question. I don't think it is. I mean, and why wouldn't you share it? You worked your butt off to create the piece of content in the first place. Yeah. If you don't share it, at least initially, who is? Yeah. Right? So, I, I, and I don't think, you know, if you're serving the right type of people with the right kind of mindset 
for what you're all about, you won't upset people. Obviously, if it's the exact same post that's going up on Instagram every single day, Monday through to Friday, mm. then obviously that's that might rub a few people mm. up the wrong way. Now you're just you're 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 biting into their eyeballs as they flick through that newsfeed, yes. right? But but I think that you know if one day you sh- you share the artwork you know, the image for that, that that particular episode on, say, on a Monday. On Wednesday, if you're showing you sitting at your microphone recording that mm. episode, maybe a completely different clip, but still the same episode. On Friday, you might show a graphic with one of those cool little audio bite thingies that are popping up and down as you talk. All from the same episode, three different pieces of content. They all look quite different, but they're all promoting one particular episode of your show. There's no reason why you can't do it. And it works because all, you, all we need to do to get you know, clarification on that fact is look at Hollywood. Mm. You know, what do Hollywood do? What do the big you know, uh, production companies now do when, when they've got a new movie that's coming out? There'll be a 30-second teaser <laughs> five months, six months before the film, three months before they'll release their 90-second short trailer. Then you know, a month before, cinemas all around the world will be showing a two-and-a-half-minute full-length trailer to help sell the movie before it actually turns up. If Hollywood's doing it, then there's no reason why you can't. We need to be more Hollywood. (laughs) We do. With the the white teeth, the shades, everything. Absolutely. (laughs) I am going for it. So I've got one final question. I love this because we're covering my two favorite topics, which are repurposing and outsourcing. I feel like that you are the outsource king. So while you're here, we have touched on it, but... um, Again, I think when people are creating, so for example, if they have a podcast, you know, it's a huge process, isn't it? You, you know, yourself, like from actually recording the podcast interview to repurposing it into a blog and everything that goes along with that. What would you say in terms of somebody that's thinking, well, do I look at outsourcing help with my content for my business or do I look at outsourcing some of my client work? Is there any advice you've got around that kind of dilemma? Well, there's no reason why you can't look at it in both cases. Hmm. Um, obviously, client work, there's always going to be that kind of discussion of, well, what if the quality is not as high? What if they're not looking after my customers the way I would do in regards mm. to the work that I'm doing? Am I going to be scared that maybe they might contact my customers direct to try and take the business away from me? I mean, if you're worried about that, you've got bigger issues to deal with mentally. Mm. Um, mm. And, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that to kind of poke fun or, or, or anything like that. But if you're concerned that your relationship is so weak with your customer that the first person that comes along and cuts 20 pounds off the deal per mm. week or per month or whatever, they're going to jump at them. You do genuinely have bigger business issues to worry about. Mm. Um, but yeah. no, I, I, I think that um, there is absolutely no reason why you cannot outsource client work. There are agencies that I know for a fact do it every single minute of the day and then mm. make millions of dollars around the world working with customers in every major you know every major market and continent out there um, when it comes to your own marketing and your own work if you're not outsourcing more for you <laughs> quite frankly because I you know uh, one question I get asked nine times out of ten when it comes to outsourcing more than anything else is when's the right time to outsource mm. uh, and I say the right time to start outsourcing was today <laughs> Second best time to outsource was yesterday. And you can see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. More to the detriment to your business and entrepreneurial growth. If you do not delegate, you will not 
grow. It's that simple. If you do not hand off tasks, projects, and work to be able to help further your revenue streams and ultimately your profit and, and, and your P&L statements to be in the black, not the red, more fool you. And by the way, it ain't outsourcing anymore. That term isn't even being used very often anymore at all. It's just delegation. It doesn't matter whether mm. someone's on the next town or in the next house or on the other side of the world, you're just delegating tasks mm. to people that are competent enough to be able to do it. Because here's what the remote industry has done for small business owners more than any other industry on the planet. And that is it has allowed us to hire the right person for the right role regardless of where they are geographically. Mm. I work with a graphic designer in Australia. He works with my web developer who's over in the United States. He will work with my content creator who's right here in the UK. She will work with my video editor <laughs> who's over in the Philippines and so on and so on and so on. So it's about finding the right people for the right job rather than just dumping a load of tasks on somebody nowadays, you know? Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is such a strong point to to end on really I'd like say we've, we've covered some, some great topics there around generally being more productive and um, you know getting more done in a more efficient manner I almost forgot I always end with a surprise question Chris so I hope you're mm. ready for my surprise question alright hit me with it let's see which is what are you having for dinner tonight Chris? I don't know what am I having for hang on M- Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Quack really is funny. literally 15 yes. feet in, on the other side of the office what are we having for dinner tonight darling <laughs> Okay. And broccoli and salad. Okay. Beef, beef on kebab sticks, broccoli and salad. How's that sound? <gasps> oh, sounds that sounds good, absolutely actually. divine. That sounds <laughs> divine. around dinner time. It does. Is it any coincidence? <laughs> Is it any coincidence, Chris, that the past two men before you that I've had on the podcast, when I've asked that question, have both said, I don't know? Mm. I don't know. I mean... I will be the first to admit that the reason why I don't go into the kitchen is because I'm no good in the kitchen. <laughs> My Fair wife enough. loves it. She keeps me out of it. I can do breakfast. I do a mean yogurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but other than that, I try and stay away from it because honestly, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll burn anything. I'm, I'm terrible in the kitchen. Stick to what you do best. There you go. So, um, what can we just end if you could just tell people um, how they can find out more about, well, you and your live event and your membership? Sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, obviously, I'm at Chris Ducker on all the socials. So, hit me up there. Instagram is my jam. That's where I hang out the most. Um, in terms of the live event, youpreneursummit.com happens every November in London and is a fantastic weekend. And uh, yeah, if anybody's interested in building a personal brand and a business around it, they can just go to youpreneur.com for lots and lots and lots of free training. Amazing. Well, thank you again, Chris. It's been a fantastic episode. It's been great to chat to you. Thank you. It was all my pleasure. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.